to the House of Destiny International Ministry to our special edition of our live streaming tonight. Uh, we want to thank everybody uh, that's out in our viewing audience, whether they be out throughout the world or whether they're here at our home church at House of Destiny Christian Fellowship Assembly here at 302 Costner Road here in beautiful downtown Boiling Springs, South Carolina. Once again, this is our special edition tonight of our live streaming um, on our Wednesday night ministry leadership training. And uh, we want to thank you for joining us as we go on into the message right now. Let's pray. In the name of Jesus, we want to thank you, Lord. We want to graciously and humbly submit ourselves to you this morning, I mean this evening. And God, we want to ask right now, Lord, that you will continue to bless us in every way, that you will continue to give us the resources that we need to keep your ministry alive throughout this nation, locally, as well as throughout the world. Father, we just want to bless you and thank you for all that you've done for us. Now, God, as we go forth in this message tonight, I ask in Jesus' name, Lord, that I decrease and you increase in me, so I'll be able to give that which you would have me to give this your people, whether they're here in the physical or there through our television and internet broadcasting airwaves. Father, we just thank you right now. And we ask that you will continue to bless us. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. I want us to talk to us tonight. If I take a subject tonight, it's going to be on the gift and calling of God. And as uh, Minister Marcellette was speaking previous, she will, I, I caught that she was speaking about gifts and the things that we should do with them. And it's ironic how the previous uh, speakers, they always seem to be in line with the message that's going to come afterwards in our ministry training. So tonight we're going to be coming out of the book of Romans, the 11th chapter, verses 29. Romans, the 11th chapter, verses 29. Amen? Now, the Bible says here in... Uh, verse 29 that I meant, uh, yes, verse 29 that the gifts with an S and calling of God are without repentance. Without repentance meaning that there is no remorse from God whatever gift he's placed in us, okay? There's no remorse in that. The gifts that God gave us the gifts that God has given us. And the calling that comes with it is without repentance to God. In other words, God's not going to be sorry if you don't do what you're supposed to do with it, okay? It's not going to make God sorry. It's going to make you, but it's not going to make God. But what is the gifts? And what is the calling? Because you've heard it preached a lot, and we really need to get sound doctrine and a deeper understanding on what God has placed in us and how we can develop it and how we can find it. Well, first of all, the gift or gifts, the word means present. You know how you give somebody something? A present? That's what a gift is. And in, in its 
Aramaic, Greek form, that's what that word means. It means present. God has given each of us a present or presence. More than one, you know. And most of us have major presence and minor presence. We've got gifts, you know. It's not, most of us have more than one gift. Most of us do. I, 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 I'm almost tempted to say all of us have more than one gift. We have what you call a major gift, which is quite evident. And then we have these minor gifts that tend to supplement the major gifts in our life. So those gifts, those presents that God has given us, he said, now I'm not going to repent over that. But then there is what we call the calling. Now with the gifts comes the calling. Okay? Now the calling, the word means divine summon. That means that God is doing a divine summon. Y'all know what a summon is? That's when you call forth something. So God has placed the gift in us. And then God, he's also doing what we call a divine summons for us to answer the call of the calling of the gift. Okay? Understood. Now, here's the thing. Within the call, or within the gifts, we have what is called, a thing called inactivity. You see, the gifts is wrapped in a package called inactivity. It's not active. The only way that it can be active is that the wrapper has to be taken off it, okay? So, the call, the divine summons, when we answer the divine summons that's on our life for that gift, what it does is it begins to unwrap the package of inactivity in our life. Because before then we weren't using it, correct? You understand? You're following what I'm saying here, you know. Now, so without the calling or the answer to the calling, then the gift can never be unwrapped, meaning it can never be activated in your life. You see, the gift have to be activated in your life, you know. Otherwise, it's simply inactive. It's wrapped in a, in, in, in a bouquet or a package called inactivity. So, we're walking around, the man with the one talent, he buried it. In other words, he allowed it to remain in inactivity. But look what happened to the ones that activated it. The two doubled it, and the ten doubled it. But the one that didn't activate it, what happened? He lost what he had, and then what he would have had, he lost it too. Now that's pretty heavy, you see. But what God is saying is that if you don't activate the gift, then it will block you, you'll lose out on it, and then it will block you from receiving the other fruits that the application of the gift would normally give. You understand so, you, the, the divine calling and the gifts that God gives to us is without repentance to God. Why? Because what God has given us, He has given us to do something with. He has given us all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He has given us everything through His divine nature. The Bible says in the book of Peter that He has given us everything that we need pertaining to godliness, to godliness, and to life. 
to godliness and to life through his divine nature. But how did he do it? By way of the knowledge where there is no vision, where there is no knowledge, the people perish. Knowledge gives a vision. The more you know, the more you are able to see. I can tell a person, I don't know if y'all, if a person is what we call illiterate. Illiterate means they don't read. You ever seen a person that does not read? You can tell those people. And then you can tell the person that can read. Because the light is in on one, but it's not in on the other. You can tell. You can tell. You can tell if you know what you're looking for. Well, it's the same thing with the gifts. you got to know what you're looking for within yourself. But if you don't know yourself, then how will you be able to learn what God has for you to learn? So, the gifts and the calling of God are without repentance. Go to Proverbs 17, verse 8. Proverbs 17, verse 8. Let me know when you get there. Look what the Word of God said. We're going to walk. He said now, a gift. You see it? What is a gift? It's as a precious stone. In what? The eyes of of him that had it. You see it? See, it's precious in the eyes of the one that has it. But look what else it is. Whithersoever it turneth, it does what? Didn't I just tell you, if you didn't do nothing with it, what would happen? It would be taken away, and then what it would have produced would be taken away from you also. So we've got to understand that the gift, the gift. This, see, this, this, this is a world message here tonight for God's kingdom people all over the world. It ain't, that's why we're doing it. That's why God said, send it out. Send it out. Because you see, this is what's needed. See, there's so much inactivity of the true gifts of God in the church. You know, we know all about this having church thing, but this thing called the gifts is what makes a difference in the lives of people. You understand? Because you're going to have to have something to hold on to when all the events and the expectations and all of that is gone, you're going to have to have something. You're going to have to, you're going to, have to know where your treasure is. Or you're going to get lost in the shifting of this thing. You know? You'll get lost in it. You know? So, it's very dynamic and very crucial that we as human beings understand that the gift that God has given us, that gift is, a, is as a precious stone. The word stone represents our way of thinking God. Thought process, you know. And, and, and so if you don't believe that you got nothing precious in you, then that gift that you have in you won't appear. See, that's what happened to the man with the one and didn't one talent. He didn't do nothing with it. See, he didn't look at it as being precious. When God is doing something in our life, we've got to understand and realize the fact that it's a precious thing. It's not just, you know, on GP. We've got to treat it special. Otherwise, 
it will be taken away. And we'll forget why things are happening the way it happened. Because we don't forget that when he blessed us, we didn't use it right. We didn't look at the gift as being precious. Didn't you say something about respecting God? God runs a risk when he gives us these gifts, doesn't he? Because of us as human beings. But the Bible says here now, in, in where is it? Proverbs 17, 8? It says now that gift is as a precious stone. Now watch this. And wherever it turns, that means it's activated. Because if it's not activated, it, it can't turn, right? In order for it to turn, it's got to be moving, right? In other words, movement means activation. And it say everywhere that it turneth, in other words, everywhere that we activate that gift, it does what? Prospers. That's what I'm talking about. See, see, that's how serious this thing is. Everywhere we activate it. Deuteronomy puts it like this. Wherever you tread at, in Joshua 2, wherever you, your foot tread at, I'm going to give it to you. Because you're activating the gift. That's in you. Activation. It's all about the activation if you want to prosper. See, you, I'm talking about prosper. See, 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 God don't get tired when he gives you the prosperity. The world, the economy might be up, the economy might be down, but the prosperity that God gives to us, see, it, it, it don't wane or wax. It just is. You understand? It's strong enough to be the I am in your life. I am what? Whatever you need me to be. When you need me to be. If the gift is being activated. I hope y'all catching this world. Now, watch the activation of the gift. Go to 1 Chronicles 4, verse 10. We're going to deal with a man named Jabez, young boy. 1 Chronicles 4, verse 10. I'll show you something about it. First Chronicles, verse 10, over there, this guy named Jabez, mm -hmm. and what Jabez did was, Jabez, he prayed a prayer unto the Lord, did he not? Mm -hmm. Do you think he was activating a gift called prayer? Huh? Come on, you talk to me. Do you think that he was activating? If the Bible says he prayed a prayer to God, that means he did something, right? He activated the gift of prayer that was in him, right? Everybody got that gift, don't they? Most don't use it. <laughs> most don't use it, do they? But they got it, right? But, but prayer is the most powerfulest message, uh, uh, weapon that we have. And prayer mixed with faith is, you know, you know get out the way, devil. Get out the way. So he prayed a prayer to God. And he said, oh, if thou would bless me indeed. In other words, that word bless them means to crown with the anointing of increase. Oh, if thou would just bless me indeed. And do what? Enlarge 
my territory. In other words, that gift, when you begin to unravel it, it begins to become activated and it brings new land for you. Mm. And where there is new land, there is also new things to be planted and new seeds. See, I can go right through the Bible and show you because as long as the earth remains, there's going to be seed time and harvest. So he asked him, he activated a thing called prayer, a gift called prayer that God has given everybody. He's given it to us. And when he activated it, what did he do? He said, Lord, now I need you to in Lord, if you would just bless me, if you would just increase me. Indeed. And enlarge me. Enlarge my territory. Make me prosperous. Because everywhere it turneth the gift. It said it prospered, right? So 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 what did he do? He started activation of the gift. Instead of complaining about it, he started activating the gift. You know what I'm saying? God just didn't turn over the, 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 uh, the land of Canaan. There were eight different uh, nations of giants in there. And God just didn't turn it over to them. They had to take it. But he, God was willing. And if God be for you, then what man huh, can be against you? Right? So you got to believe that God is with you, whatever the situation is. You understand? You see, so, so, so remember now, Abraham, he stayed strong in the faith, giving glory to God. You know, he stayed strong with this thing. And it was looking pretty bad for him at 100 years old. It was looking bad for him. It was looking bad for him. But somebody say God is able. Because he is. Now, and not only is he is, but he's also willing. And that's what I like about God. God is willing to change your situation, whatever it might be. You know, if you're willing to activate the gift and let it begin to unravel. Unwrap that thing of inactivity in your life. Un unravel it and get going with it. You know, get on the horse and get going with this thing called activation in my life because once it's activated it's just like that cherubim angel that, that, that took he had that sword going all around the garden of Eden to keep him from getting back in you know that thing will do its job on us you know and in us so Jabez which means grief Jabez called on the Lord of Israel on the God of Israel saying oh that thou would bless me. In other words, crown me with the anointing of increase. You know, Lord, do that for me. Then he said, oh, and while you're doing it, that thine hand might be with me. Why does he want God's hand to be with him? That thou would keep me from evil. You see, because a lot of time when God starts blessing us, we forget about him and then we're going to start doing the evil thing. And then God will have to crush us. Will he not? So we can't blame God. You know. Can't do that. It ain't like God ain't blessed us now. It ain't like that at all. It's just that we didn't do right. And along the way. You were told. 
by the man of God and the woman of God. Not to do that, but you did it anyway. Right? Because you didn't believe what the Word said. The Word said that through the Word of God, He will establish you, but the only way you're going to prosper is that you believe the prophet. That's Word. See, you didn't believe me. You don't believe it. It's what it is. 2 Chronicles 20, 20. It's there. See, you keep looking at me like I'm a man. But when I'm standing in my office, you better, you, you better, get, you better get back. You better get back. You understand what I'm saying? Don't be crazy. Because I've been doing this long enough now, I know that I'm a man of God. See, see I, I used to have, I used to wonder about this like any other man of God. But God said, you just keep on doing what you're doing. And I'll show you who I am in you and who you are in me. I'll do that, you know. So I don't wonder about that no more. I just speak it. That's all I do. And then I watch it come to pass. Whether it's in my life, y'all life, or everybody else's life that I talk to. Even those out there, you know, that I'll never see. That I'll never see that's hearing the voice that's coming from House of Destiny. Word of God says here. This is good to you? This Word of God says now, I need for you to be with me. I need for your hand to be with me that you can keep me from evil. Mm. So that it won't grieve me or that I might be grieved by it. But he had sense enough to pray that in there too, see? Because if you ain't careful with your prosperity, we get stupid. Uh-huh. Yeah, we do. We get stupid. God promoters, instead of us going toward God, we start stealing from God. We crazy. We done lost our mind. And we wonder why. I tell you why. Every week I tell you. You ain't learned yet? Well, you still want to try him, huh? Be my guest. Be my guest. I don't feel like trying it, boo. I don't feel like trying it, baby. Now I'm telling you, you know. I, two, two things I like laying up with. I like laying up with my God, and I like laying up with my girl. Amen? Amen. Them two things right there, I like. One more thing. I like laying up with my money, too. Amen. I like that, too. Because you know what? Because it ain't always been like that. See, see, I remember when I was eating out of trash cans. You understand what I'm saying? See, I remember all that when I was strung out on drugs 24-7. When I was homeless. You understand what I'm saying? When everybody else kicked me away. See, I remember all that. So I ain't about to give my thing up too easy now. I'm going to fight. That's why I always fight. I ain't about to give that up too easy. I can't turn loose. Bible says that now, not only that, that I don't want to be regret, grieved by it, but because he activated this thing, God granted him that which he requested. Why? Because he activated it. Because he activated it. What about if he hadn't activated it? He could have just stayed Zor, small. He could. He could have did that. 
Well, let's talk about this hand because something about this hand. He said, now, just, just, just keep your hand on me now. While you're enlarging me now, I need you to keep your hand on me so that I won't be grieved by evil. You know? Right, let's go over here to 2 Timothy 1.6. Second Timothy one six. Say amen when you get there. The word of God said, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up, activate the what? Gift of God. You gotta stir it up. That means you got movement means activation, right? Huh? When you turn, which way you do it? Huh? When you stir, what do you huh? Amen. He said, now, now, I need to put this in your remembrance now that you you got to stir it up. You put sugar in Kool-Aid or tea and you don't stir it up, right? What will it do? Tea will still be bitter. Sugar at the bottom. Your sugar is the gift. Bury it. It ain't doing no good. But oh boy, if you stir it up, keep stirring it. Keep stirring it. Keep stirring it and you won't see them little white granules anymore. See, it all becomes one. And when it all becomes one, it's on. It's on. He says here, I need you to be in your remembrance that thou should stir up the gift of God, which is in who? By the what? Something about them putting on another hand. Because didn't he say to ask God to keep his hand on him? Keep him from evil? It's something about them hands. It's something about them hands. See, them hands is a powerful thing. And that's why you don't want to run around here putting your hands on any and everything. Lay your hands suddenly on no man. And be not partakers of their sin. But when a man, and when a man like Timothy, you know what I'm saying? Somebody that you know or men of God, then you ain't got no problem with passing on the land of the hand. You understand what I'm saying? And God don't have a problem with laying it, his hand on your hand while you laying your hand on whosoever. You know, so, 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 so let's understand that there's something that's power in the laying on of the hand. See, it's a gift too. And you say, now, I'm going to lay my hands on you so that you can stir up the gift and keep it in remembrance that you need to keep it stirred up. See, a lot of us, what we do is we stir it for a little while, then we stop stirring. I can't stand that. If anything that run a pastor crazy is that you go back into the box or the wrapper of inactivity. After you, didn't we just talk about you did well, you did run well? Who bewitched you? Who hindered you? More than likely it was who? You. If you're being hindered, more than likely it's you. It ain't the world. It certainly ain't the devil now. We need to just quit lying on the devil. The devil ain't doing all this. Unless we look in the mirror and see who the devil really is. Oh, nah. Oh, nah. Okay. 
we'll move on. 1 Corinthians 7, 7. 1 Corinthians 7, 7. Powerful word. Tell me when you get there. Here's what the word of the Lord said. God's word says here in verse 7 of 1 Corinthians chapter 7, it says, For I would that all men were even as I myself, but every man has his proper what? Of who? Ooh, we. Every man has his own proper gift of God, one after this manner and another after that. So we don't want to get mixed up and messed up Trying to do somebody else's gift. Told y'all about, we talked about that this past Sunday. About every man being given his own measure of faith. You know, everybody's level ain't the same. You know, stay within your lane. I often say that to people. You know, stay within your lane. You know, because you get out your lane, you're wrecked, right? Don't cross the line. You know, line like this. Yellow line. Two of them. That means no passing. And stay off the other side. Stay in your lane. I always say that. You know, I say that for a reason. To help you. Keep you from wrecking. Because when, you, when you're driving like that, see, you ain't got good insurance. That's not good insurance then, you know, when you're driving like that. You're going to mess up something. So, the Bible says that God has given every one of us our own proper gift. That's what he said, right? So, my gift ain't the same as yours. Your gift ain't the same as mine. So what we got to do is, the only way you find out what your gift is, is through activation, experimentation. You have to experiment with yourself to find, you know, because you got to, what you, what you got to understand, that a gift, even though God has given it, it's buried, it's buried in this earthen vessel. And you don't find these precious gifts easy. They just don't sit on top of the, the ground where you can go by and pick it up. You do, do it make sense? You've got to experiment with yourself to find out what is and what isn't true about the gift that God has placed in you. Because after all, God said, now I've given everyone his proper gift. Proper means that it's going to work well in, for you. Uh, you know, now, <laughs> that's what that means. It's going to work well for you. Proper gift. Not just a gift, but he has given every man his proper gift. In closing, let's go to 1 Timothy 4.14. Short, sweet, and powerful. 1 Timothy 4.14. Let me know when you get there. 4.14. I just want to give this to you and leave this with you. Neglect, are we there? Neglect, in other words, don't neglect the gift that is in you. Say it again. Don't neglect the gift that is in you. God ordains your gift and you sit down, stop on it. You just neglected your gift. Now what God going to do with you? 
until you get back in the saddle. What can he do? What can God do with you if you're a quitter? Tell me. So why does God owe you anything then? So, so let me just get rolled in. Because I want you to think about it when you lay down tonight. If you know you done neglected your gift, world, then why are you still asking God to do something for you? The only way that God will do something for you if you've been listening to the message is that you've got to activate your gift, not neglect it. The Bible says everywhere it turns, it prospers. Not everywhere you sit down on it, but everywhere, that means movement. You want to prosper? Line up with God. Not some of the way, all the way. You know, don't try to do this and think, it don't work. I've had them say, look, the Bible says every seed has its own body. That's the word of God. Okay? I've had them come up in here and say, well, you know, I feed people. Well, you planting a food seed, so you get to eat too. But don't you expect money? Cause then, cause, you won't be short to you in the book. Every seed, I think I'll just go to it, because I want you to see it in the Word. If you plant corn, you get corn. You plant okra, you get okra. If you get anything else, you better go to running. We'll get back to Timothy. But I, I, I just feel the need that I need to show folk. Look at verse uh, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 38. And tell me what it says. Tell me when you get there. Everybody there? Need everybody to see it. I'll wait. 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 38. Hear the word of the Lord. But God giveth it a body, huh? As it has pleased who? Oh. And to every what? See. His what? Own body. You can't give me his own will and expect money. You hear me? I've had them come up here and say that. Well, I do this over here. So, so I pay my time. No. You'll get to eat. You'll get to eat. Because you're planting. Feeding somebody. That's just, that's, yeah, every seed got its own body. That's the word of God. I know this book. <laughs> you understand know what I'm saying? Books say every seed got his own body. You want money? Plant money. <laughs> huh? Don't look for money if you ain't planting nothing. You'll be poor all your life. You better hear what I'm saying. I know Christians don't like to hear that. But I'm telling you what the books say. Look at me. Look at God crazy. Don't look at me crazy. I just showed it to you in the book. You know what I'm saying? You plant rabbits, you get rabbits. Every seed, huh? 
You plant, you get another like us. Don't need no more. They cough. But that's what happened though. That's what happened. Right? Every seed now got its own body. You know? Same with your gifts. In that, that gift ain't nothing but a seed. It's got everything in it that you need. All you got to do is activate it. You know what I'm saying? You want an oak tree? Plant an oak seed, acorn. It got everything in it. You talking about this acorn? No, I see it as a tree. No, that's an acorn, but it's a tree. It's a tree. Well, I can't see that. That's your problem. You ain't looking right. You got to look at it as it is in the evening state. You got to see yourself in your evening state. Your evening state says that that's your best state. You know what I mean? I say your evening state. You got to learn to see yourself in your evening state. Your best state. The devil want to see you, want you to keep seeing yourself in your worst state. But the gift wants to show you your best state. But in order to see it, world, you've got to unravel it. You've got to learn how to unravel that package of inactivity that's surrounded around the gift that God has given you. You've got to learn how to unravel that thing. And once you unravel it, and the Bible says it becomes as a precious stone that everywhere that it turneth, it shall prosper. That's the word of God. And I prefer to believe God. Who hath relieved the report of the Lord? Who has believed it? God's word says, I make you prosper. I put the seed in you. Now get to work in it. Get activated. I told y'all before, the richest place on the face of the earth is right out there in that graveyard. That's where many dreams are never fulfilled. Why? Because they didn't activate what God had placed in them. That's why they like they are. That's why they die. With no hope. That's why. God is not a God that He would be unfair, that He would He would place a, a gift in, uh, in one and not in another. The Bible says He's given every man his proper gift. But it's up to the man to be a co-laborer with God. It's up to the man to unravel it and activate it. And you can only do that by way of the way that God. That's why we got to go by the book and not try to do this thing the way we think we can do it. Amen? See you, world. God bless you. Love you. Amen.